Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I got to tell you, Billy was right. About what? Super wildcard weekend. Way better than the divisional round. Disappointing. It was disappointing, and I'll tell you why. Everyone went into this weekend saying this is my favorite football weekend of the year. This weekend's going to be great, and it didn't live up to the hype. Yeah. Kind of a bust. I said that's why I'm saying you're right. I'm acknowledging. I'm saying uh, that's why you're the Duke. There he is. What's up? What What was a bust? The weekend was not, it didn't live up to the hype that we thought it would have. Like Super Wildcard Weekend was much more exciting than Divisional Round. Just because from this standpoint, everyone into last weekend thinking and saying, this is the most exciting football weekend of the year. And and Super Wildcard Weekend was somewhat more exciting than this past weekend was. I thought the first and last games were good games. Yep. I thought the two middle ones. Lousy. Blah. Like, even, like, Cincinnati was always in control of that game. I mean, it was never – like, you never really thought Buffalo had mm-hmm. it. I mean, yeah. which is – I mean, were I picked – Were you surprised I, by that, Tony, just how in control they were of that entire game? Yeah, I did, I thought Cincinnati would win because I th- – I mean, I think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. Thank uh, you. I think, you know, Mahomes is right there. I mean, Mahomes might be the most special quarterback, what he could do. But as far as just playing that position at a high level, I mean, Mahomes is amazing. And I would take, you know, you take him every day. But Bortles, man, Joe Burrow is special. Guy is what, special. Spe- what, what makes him special? Trevor Lawrence is pretty special, too, because you're right. Uh, Burrow has beaten Mahomes three straight times, including last year on the road AFC Championship game. So he's not going to sweat this. But that's what I love about that's what I love about him, Tony. 75,000 screaming fans. DeMar's back in the house. Rain, wind, snow, bad weather, bad conditions. And he's like, ah, fuck it, 7 nothing. Boom, see ya. Yeah, he has, I mean, he's, he has a great arm. I mean, he doesn't have Mahomes' arm or Josh Allen's arm and maybe not Trevor Lawrence's arm, but a really good arm. Super accurate. Um, smart as, smart as anything. 
And then he has a competitiveness that is second to none. And then on top of all, he has that intangible, like that thing that I have no idea, like what it, how you get it or what it is, <laughs> but he's the dude when he walks in the huddle, everyone just knows you're going to win. Yeah. You should play with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Oh, he's just so cool. Like, <laughs> like I think some of the outfits he shows up to the game are like goofy. Right. But they're mm. but on hit like cause if, if I wore it, it'd be goofy. Like, what is that clown doing? He wears it, and like I'm like that is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know cool. why. Yeah. But yeah, I thought. I mean, I thought the game. I mean, obviously. I'm disappointed because I think we blew. I mean, if we just play, we we didn't play well. If we play decent, we win that game. I mean, we drop an easy pick. We drop right. a bomb. We fumble going in to make it a three-point game with five minutes left. I was shocked that the NFL didn't review that. I mean, I think wow. it was a catch and a fumble, but it was it was close enough. They review that stuff all the time. Yeah. You so. also had Agnew getting uh, tackled by Harrison Butker. I mean – Oh, I thought that yeah. was a house call. I thought it was gone. <laughs> so that's the mentality. I'm wondering because everyone, this is interesting, Tony. Headed into that game, it was kind of like a house money gravy game for the Jacksonville Jaguars. A, no one expected them to be here. Uh, if they win anything else other than, if, if they do more than they've already done, it's just gravy on top. Yeah. Was that the? I'm certain that was not the mentality of the Jacksonville Jaguars, was it? No, I mean I think we all went. I mean the doing the broadcast and like the peripheral people around the organization were excited to be there. This is great. It's fun. But that coaching staff and that team, they felt like they should win that game. I mean they went in. I mean so it was. They were not. They didn't play just happy to be there by any means. Now they didn't play their best game, and some of their guys made some critical errors. But if anything. I think the Jaguars put the AFC on notice. Like we're not going. We're we're here for a long time. Like we right. are going to compete with the Kansas Cities, the Cincinnatis, the Buffaloes, and and everybody else. I mean, it's going to be it'll be interesting. They got some bunch of free agents, and and they they don't have all the cap money they've had in the past or cap room, I should say. Um, but they'll be aggressive. Shad's aggressive. They got their quarterback. They got the coach, and they're getting. Calvin Ridley next year. That's true. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do this offseason, but they'll be the favorite in the South, AFC South. And, For a uh, while. Yeah, yeah they're going to be a good team. Um, it was interesting. The, the broadcasters were talking about Trevor Lawrence and how Doug Peterson uh, thinks he's at 50% of the height of his powers. Because he had to deal with Urban Meyer last that's year. Right. So he's only like, you agree with that? 50%? Yeah, I'm telling you right now. I mean, Tony, if that's 50% of him at the height of his powers, I mean, holy shit, he's going to be the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean. Well, I think, I think, I mean, I think right now he's top five. Like, okay. tell me, tell me, I can give you probably four you're picking before him. But tell, I mean, outside of Burrow. Allen Mahomes, for yeah. sure, those three. Maybe Jalen Hurts. Maybe. He's right there. Maybe Herbert. Right. Maybe. But like, okay. Like, keep going. Like, tell me who else you picking before him. Brock Purdy. Listen, I got a good Brock. I got a good Mike White. Oh, I got a good, those are good Brock Purdy story coming. 
like, I mean, it's not a great, it's not really a story, but it's an interesting fact. Brock Purdy's grandparents are my in-laws' best friends. They grew up as neighbors. And my wife and Brock Purdy's mom grew up together. And I've known their family since I've been married. And I have I have a picture somewhere of all my our whole family, my in-laws, the Hanson family, which is Purdy's mom's maiden name, right. with Pop. with Brock Purdy probably at like four years old next to my kids. Wow. You know, at some fourth of July family picnic we did or whatever. Wow. Um so yeah, my so my wife is like a huge loves Brock Purdy. Just because, yeah. you know, it's like, I mean, to her, it's, he's like family or his, his, sis, his, his mom's like family. But yeah, I've known, we've known, I've known the Purdy's. Now I haven't seen Brock in 15, 20 years, probably. Right. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting fact. He, and he's done a, Billy, he's, a, he's done a great job, but I don't think I'd quite put him in the same category as Mahomes, Allen, <laughs> almost. And Lawrence. But he's, <laughs> Every, hey, we're, everyone's waiting for him to screw it up, but he still isn't. He played great. He's doing I'm a good job. Road, though, Tom, I mean, I, but, I, listen, he's, he's family. He's family. No, my boy. Listen, I try to bring some balance to my family because my my wife literally thinks like he's Tom Brady. I'm like, okay, let's take a deep breath. He's done great, but he has the best left tackle in all football. Right. He has the second best tight end in all football. He has the best running back out of the backfield in all football. He probably has a top three slot receiver in Debo Samuels in football. He has the number one defense in football and a pretty damn good head coach, too. So, I mean, he has, I mean, he's in a dream situation and he's making the most of it. I'm I'm happy for him. Uh, No, it's a great story. But, you know, since they're like family to you, when you're like family to me, I'm feeling like perhaps there's a connection. Yeah, Yeah, there's a connection. Have you on later this week, next week, and maybe ask Brock Purdy to join us. What do you think? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Talk to the Hansons. First time in 15 years he hears from me. Hey, you want to go on Stu God's show? <laughs> Ask the wife yeah. to make the call. I mean, yeah. she's family. Come on. Oh, that's, that's pretty good, Stu. Like uh, I, I'm not shocked that you used it to your advantage somehow, some way. So maybe. But, yeah, maybe. But back to Trevor Lawrence. The Trevor Lawrence to Doug Peterson's comment that he's at 50%. I don't know if he's at 50% or 60%, whatever. Right. Um, but he is. Going into next year, he'll be one of the top quarterbacks, you know, handful of quarterbacks. I think in, I, I've said it for the last year, and this is after seeing him, you know, struggle with the Urban Meyer and everything else. Sure. Trevor Lawrence will win at least, and I say at least one. I think he wins multiple Super Bowls with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. Over the next decade. The yeah. guy will be a superstar. He'll be considered in the same conversation of Mahomes and Burrow and all the great quarterbacks that are in this era. And the only reason he won't win more is because it's going to be a gauntlet in the AFC. I mean, you think about the quarterbacks in the AFC, Mahomes, Allen, um, Burrow, Herbert, and Trevor Jackson, Lamar Jackson, MVP. Um, I mean, it's, you got some guys who can just flat play the position and Trevor Lawrence will be at the top. He'll be same conversation as the top quarterbacks in this league. That's how good he is. And I think he's only scratched the surface of what he's going to be and what how Doug Peterson's going to use him. Because Doug Peterson is one of the most creative play callers and designers of an offense in the NFL. It's going to be fun to watch. 
Uh, looking ahead, Tony, for uh, and I agree with everything you just said. I, I think he's already there. I think he's in that conversation with the elite quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence. I've seen enough at least. But uh, looking ahead, like looking for, like what does this team need? Is it wide receiver? Is that the glaring? No, I don't. I mean, I think they need a little bit more speed at the receiver, but they have good receivers. I mean, Christian Kirk's. I mean, he dropped the bomb. I know. I know, but he's a good player. Um, Zay Jones is a great two or three. He's, really good. You know, yeah. He had eighty plus catches. Yep. Um, I, they need to re-sign Evan Ingram at tight end because he yep. had a huge year for them. Mm-hmm. But they don't have that burner. I mean, they used Agnew, who's not a pure receiver, but he can flat fly, so they used him. Um, I think they, you know, so getting more speed on offense would be good. I think they're hoping that Car- Calvin Ridley can be that guy because he was he could he could move before he had to sit out. Um, but yeah, but I think the biggest needs they have to find a way to impact the pass on defense, impact impact the quarterback more. They they they've invested a bunch in it. Number one overall pick this year with Trayvon Walker four years ago. Number seven overall pick with Josh Allen, and they're both really good football players. But they were not dominant pass rushers. And I think in today's NFL, I mean, I I think it's the most important position on defense is a is a guy who can impact the quarterback. That's more important than corner or safety, or linebacker, or anything else. But somebody on your front four has to be a nightmare matchup for an opposing offense. Like, you look at what like Chris Jones does for the Chiefs defense. They're better because you have to pay attention to Chris Jones. So then now Frank Clark and Carl Afkis and everybody else is going to be getting one-on-one block the entire game because all attention is on Chris Jones. And the Jaguars don't have that guy. And they right. and either Tr- Trayvon Walker needs to develop into that, or Josh Allen needs to take the next step in the evolution of his career and become that guy, or they got to go find it. I mean, I think that's – I mean, you look at that game against Kansas City, Stu. They they hurt – you know, Mahomes gets a high ankle sprain second or third drive of the game. He couldn't move. Right. And they never got to him. I know. Like, if you get to him and hit him a couple times, it's going to be a disaster for the Chiefs. He couldn't move at all. And that offensive line just locked down our – our, our rush, whether we blitzed or rushed forward, it didn't matter. We couldn't get them homes. But, Tony, is that because they didn't kind of change their game plan once Mahomes got hurt, or they simply just could not get to him? They just couldn't get there. And I mean, yeah. Mike Caldwell, the defense coordinator, um, he rushed four, he rushed three, he rushed five, six. I mean, they, it's not like he just sat back and said, hey, you know, everything's fine. Let's just keep on going the way we are. I think he tried. Now, you could argue he could have even been more aggressive and just said, Screw it. We are going to hit Mahomes, and we'll play man across the board. If he bit, beats us, we're going to beat the hell out of him because he can't move. You know, but that's that's high risk, and you'd probably get criticized for doing that as well. Right. Um, so I think you know. Bottom line is, guys didn't win any one-on-one matchups up front very often. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips 
away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh, folks. Gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Hall of Famer Tony Baselli uh, is with us here. God bless football. Always making time for us, and we he, he knows that I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> what? Well, what? <laughs> what is that? Someone's making noise. I thought it was like one of our guys going, eh, yeah, like, oh, always my, my dog, my dog is dreaming next to me. <laughs> it was perfect timing. What the hell is going no, on? My dog is dreaming next to me. Here. It is a sound, Tony. The reason I was thrown off is Billy makes that exact sound all the time on the it show. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I was like, holy cow, what is what kind of What kind of dog is this a dream so loud? <laughs> Wait, but I, I just want to explain this to the audience. When I'm saying Tony Baselli always makes time, and he couldn't join us last week he was a very because he's a very busy man, but he usually does make time. I thought that was Billy going, eh. <laughs> Now she's pissed at me. I woke her up. Oh, my God. That is, Mike, perfect. It's the best contribution. <laughs> Vinny has to step his game up now, so you got yeah. yeah. But here's the question for you, Tony. When Chad Henney entered the game, did you still think he was the Jaguars' backup? Oh. <laughs> I tell you what, that was one of the biggest, like, there was two critical, like, early in that game, the like, mistakes or things that led to the Chiefs winning the way they did. Yeah. Um, one is... You know, we're moving the ball. It's 10-7, and we're moving the ball down. And we get down to the 25. We, you know, have a penalty tripping, and then we get sacked. So it's like third and 19. And Trevor rolls out and hits Hasty in the chest, and he drops it. And it would have it would have been a 48-yard field goal, which our guys been, made all year. And so instead of, you know, it being 10-10, now it's 10-7, and you're punting. They pin the, they pin the Chiefs down the two-yard line, and you allow – Chad Henney to take the Chiefs 98 yards yep. to make it a 17-7 game. And in that, when they're in their own red zone, in their own red zone, they, he throws the ball, it gets tipped up, and it hits a Luicon in the hands. And if he makes that interception, mm-hmm. Jags, because they're moving the ball, yes. and you make it a 14-10 game with Mahomes hurt, I think the whole game is completely different. I agree. 
Uh, any part of Tony Baselli say, hey, Patrick, we get it. You're hurt. Enough. Like, stop whining. Like, come on. I know no, you, Tony. Because, I'll say this. I've had a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Before, it feels like your leg has been broken, like, in half. Right. The dude, I give him credit because he could have easily bowed out and nobody on the chief sideline would have questioned his anything about it because that's a painful injury. The fact right. that he sucked it up mm. and found a way to do it. Now, that was I, know a dog. You, I know you cynical <laughs> – you know, just complete asses are looking. He was at- laying it on a little thick, Tony. Oh, Let's well, just. I disagree. Let's go get the X-ray. Okay, yeah, we know you're a gamer. Uh, we know you want to play, but Andy Reid's telling you to get an X-ray. Go get an X-ray. Felt I mean, kind of like he, he felt his job slipping through his fingers. <laughs> to chat yeah, Henny, and he's like, it. I got to get back out there. You know, after the Henny 98-yard touchdown, he was like, I, I got to get back uh-huh. out. Selfish. Yeah. No, I love Mahomes. I think, dude. That guy's so fun to watch. He makes throws and does things that I don't, it's like physically impossible. So, no, I do not think it was too much. I think you guys are just looking for something to bitch about. Yeah, we, oh. are. <laughs> we are. You're right. I mean, it's too, uh, listen, it's too uh, Jet fans and a Dolphin fan. We got to yeah, find something. <laughs> we got nothing. Well, it's not um, my fault you guys picked those organizations to cheer mm-hmm. for. The Jaguars are open for business if any bandwagon, bandwagon fans want to jump on. Uh, I'm thinking about it. I got to be honest with you. You got a quarterback. I mean, you got speed. You got strength. Yeah. You got. <laughs> you're just a. You're a pass rusher away. I mean... That's it. It's Super Bowls back to back. This is kind of. It's a tricky question. We were discussing it today on the show, but under different circumstances, and obviously this year has been unique circumstances for Sean McDermott. But would he be on the hot seat today under different circumstances? Um, I don't think so. Okay. And this is why. To win, you know, 12, 13, 14 games a year the way they have under him as a head coach is mm-hmm. really hard to do. Right. Um, so I, I think he's a great coach. And I think when you are having that conversation, you are a spoiled fan base in, in the best sense. Like you are – because you expect to go get to the Super Bowl and they, they've fallen short the last two years. Yeah. And as being one of the favorites, but what he's done with that team and and kind of especially this year with all the Demar Hamlin stuff, which was just terrifying. Um, I think he's done a great job, and I would have said that if Demar the Demar Hamlin situation did not happen, I do not think he should be in the hot seat. He's a good football coach. Okay, yeah, but you saw a special. To your point, you saw a special brand of leadership with yes. Like, Once that happened, right? That's right. He's a good. He's a great leader, and now they got to clean things up. Josh Allen's got. I read some stat like he has the most turnovers in the last five years of any yeah. quarterback in the NFL. Like that has to change. You can't win right. football games that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know their defense, you know, was not very good against the rush. So there's a bunch of things they can clean up. But I think Sean McDermott is one of the better coaches in the NFL. Uh, do you think Mike McCarthy is going to lose his job? Do you think he should lose his job? Do you think he's going to lose his job? I don't think he should, um, but it would not surprise me if Jerry made a move. Right. Especially if Jerry thinks he can get Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. And Jerry and probably has the, can. And Jerry has the money to spend on Sean Payton. It would not surprise me. But I don't think Mike McCarthy's done anything to deserve to lose his job. I mean, Mike McCarthy was not throwing the picks that Dak Prescott did in that game or leading up to that game. Well, it seems like a very Jerry thing to do to go out there and get like the hot big name and he'd fire his coach just because. 
Do you think Sean Payton would work with Jerry? Because I feel like Sean Payton's not a Jerry coach who Jerry just likes to walk all over. So I, I they, he could sign him and then two years in be like, what is this? This is well, just a would, master fight. It would be a little bit like when Parcells went to Dallas and Parcells finally said, I've had enough. I'm not dealing with Jerry Jones anymore. Right. Because um, Sean's that type. He's a strong personality and, you know, he's going to do things his way. But, you know, Jerry, Jerry is desperate to win. I mean, this is a Cowboys organization that has not been in the championship game since like 1994 crazy um i mean just to put that in perspective the jaguars have been to three since then and everyone talks about you know us (laughs) the jets have been to two (laughs) jets have been to two or three three Three. like 98 yeah and so you know the i mean i think jerry and you know he's not getting any younger and he has a great brand, and he's got a lot of talent on that team. So it would not surprise me if Jerry made a move, but I don't think Mike McCarthy has done anything to warrant being fired. I mean, went to divisional round, played, a, played, in my opinion, probably the best team in the NFC right to the end, back-and-forth football game uh, on the road. So, no, I, I, I think firing him would not be the right move. Fair to start questioning Dak and just whether or not he's he's one of those. Uh, he's not elite, Tony, but can he win you a Super Bowl? Is it fair to start asking that? Or, well, yeah, I mean, until you win one, I think I think that's a fair question for any player, right? Um, at that position, I mean, he's one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, he's had a lot of great moments, but he's also this year been prone to some really poor decisions that led to turnovers, and uh, you know he had some health issues again this year. And so I think that's a fair question. Um, you know, I think Dak is in the upper half of quarterbacks in this league. Um, my gut tells me that he could win. He's good enough to win you a Super Bowl. Do I think he can carry a team like Joe Burrow does? No. You you look at the Cowboys and you go, what do they need? Like, if Dak's not the answer, they've got a good running game. They've got a good offensive line. they got a top five defense. Like, what do they need? Sean Payton. I mean, I think, the, yeah, I mean, the I mean, you have, I mean, they made, uh, and I didn't fall, I mean, the Cowboys super close this year, but the big thing was they need more weapons at wide receiver. I mean, you got C.D. Lamb, he's pretty damn good in my book. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe another wide receiver to compliment. They traded Amari Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I, they, yeah, they already traded that guy who was number one. Um, it, that's a fair question. I mean, that's where I think – would if you're Jerry Jones, you're sitting back and saying, "Okay, what other tools do I need to give the head coach to win, go win a championship?" Uh, Eagles offensive line. This is your wheelhouse. Two quick ones. We get you out of here. Best you've ever seen. Eagles offensive line. I, I'm not ever into this best you've ever seen thing because you know we're so we have a recency bias and we think of like this is the greatest of all time and we forget about the history of the game i will say this so they're fucking good tony Jeez. they they have the best center in football right i just love watching kelsey play center i mean it's great i could just sit there and just forget about the rest of the thing everything going on and watch him play and they have the best right tackle in football and lane johnson who's an absolute freak of an athlete and just a stud so with those two guys and they're they got a young guard, Landon Dickerson, who's really good. They got a young, raw left tackle. You know, the right their right guard is, you know, way above average. So you look at those five guys together, 
And then the way they play offense with a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, who puts all kinds of stress on you from the run-pass option um, and what he can do, yes, they're one of the best. They're the best in the NFL right now, hands down. Um, and they're probably, if you looked at all the metrics and all the analytics and all that stuff, that you probably they have an argument to be one of the best ever. Mikey A, uh, Golick needs to stop blowing off Tony Baselli because one of the best things we we ever did was just have Baselli and Golick just talk about line play. And it was like it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like Tony can watch a center all day, Mike can watch a nose tackle all day. Yeah, but because if you watch what Jay, if you watch what Jason Kelsey does, yeah, with you know his ability to get to the next level and just physically dominate men who are bigger than him you know, often at the either the one or three technique and his athletic ability he can pull, he can reach guys. He is just, he is damn good. I mean, gosh, he's fun to watch. And, uh, and he really helps him. He helps that offense because he's also not just a great athlete and a great technician, but he's one of the smarter guys in the NFL as well as making, identifying fronts and getting everyone lined up and, and directed in the right, in the right, uh, in the right place, going the right direction. So, yeah, he's fun to watch, Lane Johnson. They got a good group, and uh, it's going to be – I'll tell you what. You talk about a great game, this not 49er-Eagles game, and the matchup of those two units, the Niners defensive line with Bosa and Armstead and the rest of those cats coming at you against the uh, Eagles, it's going to be awesome. I hope Bosa and Lane Johnson match up all day yeah. because that by itself would be like a prize fight. Just sit back and watch that one. And forget about the rest of the game. We've uh, we've all been glued to the Hall of Fame bust that's behind yeah. you the entire time. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. It's, so last time I didn't have it, so it's a uh, new it's, addition. It's a new addition <laughs> to the office. It, it looks really good, fuck man. <laughs> <laughs> and you're welcome for helping you get it. I mean, yes, thank you so much. Along Wait, the way, I have a question for you, Tony. So since Stu got since Stu got's helped you, is this like the Super Bowl where you can order replicas? Like, could Stu order a replica Tony no. Baselli Hall of Fame bust? No, he cannot. Oh, I get the uh, mm. no. But I get a, I get a piece of that one, right? Like you just chisel me off a little. If, no, it, I'll let you take a picture with it. If you lose yours, I, I already can you did. Order, if you lose yours, can you order a replacement? That's a good question. I don't know that. I don't plan well, on losing the Billy, maybe, but that's a good question. Maybe, maybe you maybe lose you, it. You lose it to Stu Gatz, you know yeah. what I mean? And then uh, I want to see the we'll, – we'll, we'll get you out of here on this note. That's my dog, by the way. Uh, the ripple effects of Billy Gill – we had Doug Peterson on a couple of weeks ago, okay? Mm. Billy was trying to be professional and transition us out of a conversation into Doug Peterson, and I'm wondering if this got back to Tony Baselli. He brought him in as Doug Marone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like he just drank sour milk. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Billy, what is wrong with you? Well, we were talking about what Mikey no, was no, cooking no, for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he joined, and we were talking about Beef Wellington. So I was like, oh, you know, this is like a weird thing to join in the middle of. So I'm like, and I wanted to be respectful. I didn't want to call him Doug. So then I said, Coach Marone, we were talking about Beef Wellington. <laughs> and he, he responded with, Who? <laughs> What we're laughing at is Tony's reaction every time he hears Marone. Really? 
like if, dog, you were, dog, if you were on a football thing. team and you were yeah. a player that made that oh. big of a mistake, you might have been cut on the spot. I'm surprised. I mean, just like, no, we were because he left the Zoom. Well, <laughs> Peterson did. Tony, look at me. I would have been cut before we even got to names. Okay. <laughs> did he get back on? Yes. Yes, yeah, and then he's he friends had, with Golik. That's the only reason. Yeah, Golik was on, so it saved us. But he wanted me to send him like a $500 bottle of wine. Oh. Seamus, I think it was. In recompense. Yeah. yeah. Opus she- One, I think. Or Opus One, Seamus. Yeah. What am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Seamus. <laughs> that should be the name of your wine for doing what that, Seamus. I mean, is, is Seamus even a wine? Are you talking about Camus? I have no idea. Let's look it up. Is Seamus <laughs> even a wine? Seamus. I have no idea. Listen, at least I didn't call Doug Peterson Doug Marone, all right? That's, a, mean, fair, that's a fair point. Yeah. Why are you guys uh, hiring so many Dougs? There's other names. Yeah, I, I, I've never mistaken the two, though, Billy. That's not even close. It's, it's, it's yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Uh, the one play that, if I could say, Tony, you can reverse one play in that game. What's the one play you choose and say, hey, we, Jacksonville wins that game against Kansas City? One play. Because there were several, but. Yeah, there were several. I might go back to the uh, the Lucon uh, interception. Interception. Intercepts that they get the ball first and 10 on the 30 going you in. got him on the ropes. Got him on the ropes. Yeah. All right. Uh, the bus looks great. You look great. Uh, you get some rest now. Do you get some rest now? No, I'm, I'm, I got to fly back to Kansas City to go call the uh, AFC Championship for national radio. Oof. All right, well, <laughs> at least you got a shitty game. <laughs> <laughs> Two bad quarterbacks. Yep, two bad quarterbacks. Uh, we appreciate the time as always, and uh, we'll talk to you. I'm looking forward to this. Me, you, Golik, Brock Purdy. Going to be fun. I mean, yeah, it's going to be great. Can't wait. Yeah, yep. All right. I'll tell the wife thanks in advance. All, all right. right. See you guys. <laughs> See you, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right, that is the great Tony Baselli, Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame bust behind him, Man at Billy for calling him Doug Marone. <laughs> Billy, that does not go over well in Jacksonville, Doug. I mean, how yeah. bad was Doug Marone in Jacksonville, Mike? That everyone has that same reaction. Was it, it that was, bad? It wasn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't. I mean, good. but they had Urban right after, so you could forget about the Marone situation, right? Yeah, but it was really. Apparently, you can't. Oh. No, did you see Baselli's look? He wanted to fight you. Oh. I mean, is there any job in the world that you replace one Doug essentially with another Doug? Like, no. No, but they went Doug Urban. Well, there was Doug. an Urban in between. Right. Yeah, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, we do. Um, the only one who does it is Mike Tirico. <laughs> Doug Barone is 6'5". That's surprising. It is surprising. Let's see. They just tried to replace a bill with a bill. Hmm. 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 This, this took a weird turn. It did. Yeah. Doug Peterson, 6'3". Quarterback. Marone was a lineman, I think. Offensive lineman. I'm trying to see his coaching record. With Jacksonville? Uh, overall, he's 106 and 151. Not the not the worst. Right. Not the best. What was not his great. record with Jacksonville, though? Uh, I mean, he had a one fifteen season. That's not uh, that's not good. <laughs> that is. I think. Did Herbert have more than one win? <laughs> he uh, he had one fifteen. Ooh, six and ten, five and eleven, ten and six. Uh, he threw a ten and six in there, huh? Yeah. Ooh. Good for him. Good for Coach. Murray. Well, listen. I mean, this is what I would tell Peterson. Uh, go ten and six. I mean, 
They were they were nine and eight. <laughs> His last season was the one in fifteen. You don't want to go one in fifteen and still keep your job. Okay, I just I I need to check to see if he was if Urban had two wins last year. <laughs> I'm checking right now. This is very exciting. Hold on, everyone, hold on. Oh, uh, please say yes. Please say they had two and eleven. <laughs> I mean. It sounds like he got the short end of the stick. He doubled their wins from the previous season. I know. You should still be there. You're right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Give him some time, man. <laughs> got shafted, Urban. I mean, they fired him to hire Doug Peterson. Get out of here. What's he done? Exactly. Hey, Doug Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> what has he ever done? <laughs> <sighs> I now understand why everyone hates us. <laughs> God bless football. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.